welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week, we're reading Parashat Svah, which means commandment, and it's, um, it's the last parasha this year before we go into Passover, into Pesach. It's also a very special Shabbat. It's called Shabbat Hagadol, the great Shabbat. And this parasha of, of itself continues talking about the daily sacrifices that were going on the on the Mishkan at that time in the desert, later on on the two temples. But there's one offering that is a very special offering. It's the Toda offering, the gratitude offering. And it says in Leviticus, it says, this is the law of the feast peace offering, if he shall offer it for a thanksgiving offering. So people used to come to the Mishkan and to the temple every time they had something that was special in their lives, they would come and give thanks to God personally and bring an offering and make it public so other people could see it. And it was a Kiddush Hashem. And this concept of Hakaras Hatov, of gratitude, is a very important concept in Jewish life. A person that has no gratitude really doesn't get life, doesn't get it. So someone who has survived a life-threatening uh, situation used to bring a korban toda, a thanksgiving offering to express his gratitude to Hashem. Today, we still do it, although we don't have um, a temple or a mishkan. There is uh, a prayer that is done that is called the Hagomel prayer. When a person has been uh, in four dangerous situations, one is when they're crossing a desert, another one is when they're a, a crossing the, the ocean, like if you're traveling from New York to Israel, you should go to Shul and, and bench Hagomel. It has to be with a minion. Also, when a person comes out of, of an of a imprisonment and when a person comes out of serious illness. These four reasons are to go to, to synagogue and bench Hagomel uh, amongst uh, public uh, say thank you in a public place with uh, many people. And, and people usually do a saudade, do a special dinner in gratitude. It's a big thing. So here, uh, uh, King David says in Tehillim, he who offers confession honors me. Every other korban is brought for a sin, like most of the korbans that were brought to the temple were usually sin offerings or peace offerings. Uh, but the one that brings the korban toda is out of a sense of appreciation, of a feeling of gratitude to Hashem for uh, rendering his good fortune. This korban toda, this gratitude offering, also pays tribute to Hashem. This is the most important thing, is that when you recognize the goodness of God in front of everybody, you're really doing a kiddush Hashem. Because other people start seeing that God is good to you, He'll be good to them too. So the, uh, this is also uh, when one perceives his, his good fortune. And some people sometimes say, oh no, it, this, what happened to me, it was good luck. Good luck, it's not good luck. It's really a blessing from God. There's no such thing as, as good luck. We don't go by good luck. People, Jewish people don't go by luck. This is not our, our way of thinking. We think that the masal, it really is uh, what God gives us. It's, it's everything comes from Hashem. So when a person is doing a, a todah, is giving a, a, a gratitude to God in a public way, 
like when he buys a new home, he does um, shalom habayit and he brings people to the home and he gives them food and brings a rabbi to give uh, some words of Torah. This, when things are done in a public way, in reality, we're showing the world that it's not that we're lucky people, it's that Hashem has been kind to us. So Hazal, our sages tell us that that uh, there was this king, King Hiskiyahu, and King Hiskiyahu uh, in the Talmud in Sanhedrin says that Hashem had planned for King Hiskiyahu to become the Mashiach, to be the, the redeemer of the Jewish people. And uh, what happened was that there was a strict judgment against this king in the heavenly court, and he was not given the opportunity to be the Mashiach because Amongst all his greatness, he lacked uh, this attribute of Ahakaraz Hatov to God. It's not that he was not grateful to God for all the miracles he did for him, but he never said it in public. He never went and, and sang a song to God. He never did anything in public to show his gratitude to God. So this was his one failing, and because of this, uh, Hashem didn't make him the, the, the redeemer of the Jewish people. So the midah of Hakaraz Hatov, the midah, the character trait of being grateful is of critical importance. This is something that we have to really work on ourselves. There are some people who are very grateful people, but there's people who are not grateful. They don't recognize the good that other people do for them. They don't recognize the good that Hashem gives them. They think that everything is owed to them. They have this sense of entitlement. I, 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 they owe me. Uh, I deserve. I, I, I earned it. And this trait is not a good trait. It's arrogance. It's hardiness. So we have to really work very hard in our lives. Those who have it and those who don't have it, we all have to work on it every day that we should be people that we work on our personality, that our personality becomes a personality of, of gratitude, of hakaras hatov. We have to teach this to our kids. I find that kids today are lacking in this. They don't recognize the good that is given to them. They think that everything is owed to them. They deserve it. So, uh, so one, when one recognizes Hashem's guiding hand in his life, this is something that will transform a life. You will never be angry. You will never be bitter. You will never be resentful. On the contrary, you will live a life in which you, every goodness that comes to you, you will say, oh my, I never expected this from Hashem. What did I do to deserve this? Like, wow. And it's, you're going to be on the other side. So Ravesa Esrahi cites that Rashi, in one of his commentaries on this Pasuk, it says, it is to Hashem that you do this, O vile and unwise people. Moshe questions how Klal Israel would have been so vile and unwise as to sin against Hashem. So one of the biggest uh, problems of the Jewish people in the times of the desert that they continuously failed and failed and failed was that they lacked this attribute of Hakaraz Hatov to God. They, they didn't have it. Like the, the, the manna would fall on them every day and they were not grateful for it. They were yearning for meat and they were crying because they wanted to eat meat and please bring me back to Egypt so I can have some fish. Why did you take us out of Egypt? And it was lack of gratitude. So here we see that this creates rebellious people and it creates a not good uh, way of life. So he says here that 
sins, when a person sins, it comes from two causes. One is not acknowledging the past or not realizing the consequences in the future. So when we don't see what happened to us, how we came to be, how is it that we're here today, and we're not grateful for every step of the way, then that causes a person to sin. Really, when we sit on, at Pesach, on the Seder nights, we are recounting the story of the exile of Egypt. Why do we have to recount it year after year after year? We already know it. It's so we can remember the goodness of God. So we can never forget, oh, look where we were. Look, we were slaves. And look where we're now. We're free people. We are eating all these delicious foods in America or in Israel or wherever you are. And you're able to have all this bounty in your life. Look where you came from. Look where you're now. Who gave you all? So one who appreciates Hashem's favor would never repudiate Hashem. He will always be grateful. And likewise, one who thinks about the outcome of his actions would never sin against Hashem because a person that says, okay, if I do this, this is the consequence, would keep away from sinning because he would know what, what would happen to him. So everything comes down to hakaras hatov, to gratitude, to recognizing and acknowledging the good in everything and in everybody. So there is no doubt that his kiyahu thank Hashem for all his miracles. For sure he thanked him, but the problem with him was that he never did it in public. He never did it praising Hashem in a big way. And for the stature of a person that he was, this was a, a lack in him that would not allow him to be the redeemer of the people of Israel. So the Gaon of Vilna, he has a commentary on a, on a pasuk in Mishlei, which says, all the days of the poor are bad, while those of good heart find life a constant party. And what he means, the Gaon explains, that is consistent with the, with the teachings of the sages in Pirkei Avot, in which, in which it asks, who is rich? And it, it answers the person that is happy with his lot. So a person that is happy with what he has, he's always going to be rich. He's always going to be happy. And in Mishlei, the poor man is in reference to one who is greedy, who is never satisfied with what he has. So when he tells us here, all the days of the poor are bad, it's not talking about a person that is physically poor. It's talking about a person that's spiritually poor. poor. It's a person that has zero uh, gratitude in his heart. He never acknowledges the good that is done for him. And all of the wealth and pleasures in the world are never going to be sufficient for him. He'll never be satisfied with anything that he has. And he will never be able to enjoy what God gives him because he's always going to have more and more and more and more. So the, the secret here is to recognize everything as a goodness. When you see people and you, you just look at the goodness they have in them. Some people are always looking at what other people are lacking, what is wrong with them. In, change your mindset. Look at what they are good at. Look at how kind they are to you. They gave how they smiled at you. Look at the good in people. There is a story about the Blue Shever Rebbe when he was in Bergel Benson at the end of, the, of World War II. Uh, he was um, a very holy man. And it was the time of Hanukkah. And there were female inmates that smuggled shudai. They were able to smuggle shudai from the camp factory that 
could serve as fuel. They, they, all these people that did all these things really well, Mesirat Nefesh, they were really sacrificing their lives to do a mitzvah. Like here we see the greatness of people. These people are ready to die. They were, these girls were uh, taking out dye from a factory to be able to have fuel to light the menorah. And, uh, and they smuggle Shudai, and also they pull threads from their sweaters, whatever they had, to do the wicks to build the menorah, and, uh, and they spun them into wicks. And on the first night of Hanukkah, the Rebbe led a secret minion for Marif, and scores of Jews came risking their lives and joined him together to light the menorah. Uh, in a secret way, and the Rebbe recited the three Brahas blessings and lit the menorah. Amongst this crowd, there was a Jew that became a non-believing Jew, obviously because of all those horrors, who can judge, but he became a non-believing Jew. He was a Polish Bundist who had long ago become alienated from the believing Torah and the way of life, and he turned to the Rebbe in a very sarcastic way, and he asked Rabbi Spira, how can you utter the words of the Sheheyanu, the blessing saying, blessed are you for having kept us alive, sustained us and brought us to this season. How can you pay gratitude for having been kept alive for this time of death, torture and hunger? Is this life, like I, I don't feel alive, I feel I'm dead. Are you not making mockery of our suffering by doing this? And the Rebbe looked deep into the disenchanted Jew's eyes and he answered with a loving heart and he said, I too was wondering how I could pray, how I could joyfully say these words. But then I looked around, I looked around me and I saw these Jews that came to light the menorah and I was in awe. I was really in awe of all these Jewish people who are willing to give their lives to light a menorah on Hanukkah. And, uh, and, and they're willing to risk their lives. So you, have you ever in your life witnessed such um, a courage and faith? He asked the, the Polish guy. And for that alone, he, the, the Rebbe answered, to be able to witness such incredible people, to see such courage and such strength of, 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 of soul, of, of, of conviction uh, with, with God, how can I not say a Shehiyanu prayer? How can I not thank God for this? If this is not something to be grateful about, then what is there to be grateful about? So we Jews not, do not give up. We are proud and grateful to have lived to see thousands of Jews who have not given up. So throughout the ages, we've been through so much, through so much. And I know that sometimes when people suffer, they can get discouraged and they can look the other way and even negate God and say, I don't believe in you anymore. I cannot believe a God would do that to somebody. But in reality, it's not our job to judge Hashem. It's our job to do the best we can and to look at the greatness of the human spirit. When we're able to connect to the greatness of the human spirit, then we will be able to connect to the greatness of God. And in that way, we will always be grateful. We will always have Hakaras Hatov. So I'm going to leave you here. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful week and a kosher Pesach Vesamea. You should have a beautiful holiday imbued with gratitude for God in anywhere you are, in every situation you are. Try to look at the good in your life and only count your blessings. And in this way, that's all you'll see. And we'll come uh, 
God willing to the to the redemption. If everybody's grateful and everybody's looking at the good, then the evil will just disappear from the world because nobody's gonna look at it. And uh, so I wish you a happy holiday and we'll see each other after Passover. So live a little higher. Thank you. Thank you.